Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Community Karma Podcast. I am Carrie Hill, and I'm here joined again by my partner in crime, Aaron Jones. Hi, Aaron. Aaron. Hi, Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk a little bit about planning to protect your brand, um, whether it's locally or virtually. Um, and this was sort of um, spurred, this topic came up because on our local Facebook group, somebody posted the a picture of a pickup truck that had a brand on it, like a, a sign on it for a company with the note um, that they had been driving like an idiot. We've got a pretty bad storm here today. Um, This person was driving like an idiot, cutting people off, going down the highway on the shoulder because they were in such a hurry to get to City Market to get their donuts or something like that. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) And so she posted a picture of the truck and it had the phone number and the brand right there on the pickup truck. And it got us thinking about, um, what can you do to protect yourself from that as a business owner? Because maybe that was just a guy who's given a truck. Maybe it's not the owner of the business that did it. Right, but it absolutely reflects on the owner of that business. So this is something that is going to be a lot easier on your brand if you think about it ahead of time and don't, again, don't wait for something to go horribly wrong before you decide how you're going to react to it. Sure. So if you provide your employees with anything branded from a uniform to a vehicle or like maybe it's signage to put on the side of their own vehicle, depending upon how your business is structured. Um, I think you should have some sort of a conduct agreement in place if they're going to be driving around representing your brand. And usually we find that the people in charge are usually the worst offenders. So this is not just a low level employee issue about someone wearing a baseball hat during a Facebook live with your brand logo on it. Um, You know, your owner is someone that you need to be discussing this with as well. If you are the owner, you need to take a look at your behavior and make sure that you're being a good representative of your brand. For sure. And I think, you know, that goes from not driving like a jackass to not taking the work truck to the strip club. Or because we're in Colorado, the pot shop. Yeah, (laughs) or holding down the bar for six hours after work on Friday with your company coat on. Right, or your uniform, Mm -hmm. for sure. And then going out and getting your vehicle and driving home. Yeah, (laughs) that that makes me second guess inviting, you know, especially in a contractor situation, inviting that company into my home, especially if I'm home alone. You know, if my husband's at work. Do I want the guy that I've seen parked at the strip club and then driving after being at the bar for six hours on a, you know, on a a night after work Mm -hmm. coming into my house? It gives me pause for sure. Well, and in this age of social media, it's a lot easier to be outed. You know, back in the day, somebody who had some clout somewhere would have to catch you or it was like over the fence gossiping, right? Now, as we saw this morning, it's a picture plastered on a Facebook group that's got 30,000 members in a very small valley. So yeah, I mean, and in, in a community like that, you know, I know we talked about this earlier, but 
my husband was walking across the street um, in downtown Glenwood Springs one day and almost got hit by someone in a work truck. And it just so happened to be one of our neighbors and close friends company. So he called the owner up and said, Hey, your guy is, he's being a jackass, you know, Mm -hmm. really he's smoking in a work truck. He's blaring music. He yelled at me to get out of the way. And then he almost hit me. Um, Might want to talk to them because all I could see was your logo all over the side of the truck. So this, you know, not only could that person, wow, excuse me while I forget how to talk. Um, (laughs) Not only could that person make your brand look bad, but you never know who they're interacting with that could also affect your personal relationship. So just don't, Mm -hmm. you know, this is like a lot of things we talk about. If you don't do it, you don't have anything to fix. Right. And so um, this boils down to having some sort of an agreement in place that you can fall back on if somebody's going to do, you know, jerky things while representing your brand. You need to have a leg to stand on when you say, "Okay, this is your warning or this is your termination notice because we both signed this agreement and you agreed that you weren't going to drive the work truck outside of work hours or after this, you know, you're home by six, you can't take it to the grocery store kind of thing or something like that, right? Yeah, or breaking laws or even parking crooked. You know, Mm -hmm. if people are already irritated and something like that happens, people take a quick photo and throw it on Facebook. That is how our culture behaves now. So be mindful of your behavior. and, And with this you know, quote unquote, conduct policy, I'm not usually a fan of creating guidelines for people telling grown adults how to act. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not a fan of hiring people that should have to be told how to act. However, it happens. Um, We all have different perceptions of what's acceptable and what's normal. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've got it spelled out from the beginning, like you said, Carrie, then there's never a reason to argue about it. You can say this is pretty clearly laid out here. You know, and driving drunk is against the law. So that's a whole different issue. Um, Yeah. You know, if somebody's working, you know, using an employee vehicle, you expect them to not only be law-abiding citizens, but also stewards of your community. For sure. And, and, you know, like you said when we started off, this is not just for employees. You as the owner needs to, you need to sign your own policy and understand that you are the example you set right so you can't tell your employees okay yeah you can't park the company truck in front of the pot shop and then have them see you doing the same thing you just told them not to do right (laughs) exactly and you know that's going to make your employees think less of you or think they don't need to follow the rules and either of those things are kind of a recipe for disaster Mm -hmm. and yeah it's legal and you're an adult And if that's what you want to do in your off hours and it doesn't cause problems, that's absolutely fine. But don't represent my brand while you're doing it. That's that. I think that's the distinction there, right? Exactly. And legal or not, it bothers some people because then they imagine that you're going to be coming to their home, you know, working on their electrical panel while you're stoned. Whether you're doing that or not is a non-issue. It's a perception thing. And you always want your customers to have the best possible perception of your brand. And part of that extends to the people who represent that brand. Um, And it doesn't have to be a work truck. I know (laughs) I have seen people, you know, in these horrible trolling arguments on public Facebook pages and in their picture, they're wearing a company baseball cap. Right. For sure. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
it's, oh, no, you're fine. I was just going to say that's, that's ridiculous. If you're going to behave that way after work, if you're one of those people who thinks it's fun to stir up trouble or troll people online, lock down your profile. Don't have your employer in your about area. Don't wear company clothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's pretty simple. Or if you're on a some other kind of like a forum or a private forum, don't put where you work in your signature line. Like you can be as controversial, controversial or, you know, contrary as you want to be. I'm not saying you can't when you're off the clock, it's your time, but don't represent the brand while you're doing it. Again, not just for employees, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, you see people, especially with hot button topics, you know, mm-hmm. people talking about gun issues and, you know, you click on their profile and it says, I own blah, 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 whether they're for or against the issue, they've just alienated half of their potential customer base. Mm-hmm. So it's a little better to operate in the neutral, unless you're really comfortable with alienating that group. And part of your business is being really dedicated to taking a stance. This is very dangerous territory. Well, and you know, if you if you don't need to alienate a portion of your local population or your virtual potential population, right? Why do it? Like why exactly. take that step? That you know, you can be contrary and say, "Well, I didn't want their business anyway." Well, you know, I think that's a really crappy attitude to have. <laughs> I think that is I not agree. an excuse. <laughs> And, you know, another thing about that is don't make assumptions. If you're working in someone's home and you make assumptions about political affiliations or Mm -hmm. their beliefs based on what you see in the home and you are wrong, it's not going to go well for you. (laughs) You know, people, people get easily offended. And a lot of times they don't say anything to you about it. They tell everybody around them, though. What is this? Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. I don't, sorry, there was something weird that came through on my phone. I thought it was an emergency call. Ugh, stupid thing. Um, I think that anytime that you are representing um, somebody else or representing a brand that people are dependent upon, right? Your employees are dependent upon your good contact, conduct to have work, right? Sure. And, and your boss is dependent upon your good conduct to provide, be able to provide work. And so when that breaks down, having a way, something to fall back on, right? Like as an employee, maybe you can go to HR if you have an HR or, you know, you can, if you feel comfortable, go to your employer and say, hey, dude, you're falling down on the agreement we signed here. Like, you know. Yeah we both pledge not to do this shit and you're doing it. So how do we fix this or vice versa? Right. Either way. Um, And so I think that having an agreement in place protects your protects livelihoods in in many ways. And I think that, you know, the the bottom line here is just don't be an ass, you know, (laughs) be be a good member of your community, you know, whether you're cutting people off in your kid's school carpool line in your work truck or you're swearing at people on the local newspaper comments on a Facebook feed, you know what's appropriate and what's not. And if you don't, that's a much larger conversation. For sure. And, and you know, there are cases where, um, you know, 
whoever's affiliated with you may be representing that brand as well. Like <laughs> maybe your spouse wears your work jacket into a store and acts like a ding dong, you know? You start screaming at the manager at the deli. Right. <laughs> you know, so I mean there are there are targets outside of just the immediate employee and owner of a business for sure. And then there's cases where maybe you don't have a lot of control. Maybe you own a franchise or you work for a franchise that has a corporate stance that you don't agree with. You know, Chick-fil-A comes to mind. Sure. Um or Jimmy John's, you know, the owner is very into big game hunting in Africa and and the reputation of Jimmy John's took a big hit. But the local people were like, hey, I'm not doing this. Like, right. I just bought right. a franchise and want to make you a sandwich. I, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and there's there's two, two schools of thought here. It's, well, you chose to align yourself with this brand, so you're going to have to ride out the storm with that brand. Mm-hmm. Or teach your community to differentiate you from the larger brand, which is much more of a long game. But if they love you and you do all of your business locally, then you're probably fairly insulated from something like that because people feel like they know you and they know that that's not you. For sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I think there are things you can do to overcome as well. Um, We recently, well, recently, I guess it was a couple of years ago, um, they had to rebuild one of the bridges in the little town where, Aaron used to live and near where I live and um there's two bridges that cross the river in this town and they had to shut one of them down and the other one is a lot smaller so it like throttled all of the traffic that goes in and out you know to a major interstate it was a horrible experience rush hour at night was two to three hours long for everybody commuting back and forth and um this was kind of around the time when the Jimmy John's hunting thing was going on. But um, the local guy would have his people make small sandwiches and take them out and just give them to the people sitting in traffic, waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, and, you know, the response online, like in our local Facebook group, um, most of it was positive, like, hey, thanks, I really appreciated this. But there were still those kind of trolls out there that were like, I would never take anything from these people, you know, because mm-hmm. of what this big big wig at, back at corporate does. And I thought it was kind of, well, first of all, I thought it was a little petty because they're trying to do something nice for the locals, right? Right. And they're not making you pay for anything. It's not like you chose to shop there or not. They're just trying yeah, to be nice. Yeah, and they nice. didn't take a captive audience and ask you for $5 in exchange for your, your sandwich. You know, they right. just said, here, make your commute a little less awful. And and that whole situation was awful. I mean, that bridge was down for months. Yeah, it was like, um, what was it? Like May to October? It, Something yeah, like it was that? ridiculous. It was <laughs> months and months and months of my poor husband, a three-hour commute each way every day. I. It was terrible. Um, yeah. So, so I think that, but then there were people that would come in and chime in on the trolls and be like, hey, you know, like a brand advocate does, you know, it's not really this guy's fault. Like he bought the franchise before this ever happened. What's he supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Sell your business because a guy went to Africa and went big game hunting? Like, I don't agree with it. I would never do anything like that. It's not something I'm down with. But I also am not going to blame the local franchise owner 
for it either. Well, and it's not like he was walking up and down the highway with a rifle. You know, yeah. he was giving people free sandwiches. Right. Or, you know, passing out pictures of the bigwig or something like that with his elephant or I don't even know what it was, a giraffe or something, I think. Yeah, but, he wasn't asking people to, do you agree with us? If no, then you don't get your sandwich. And if yes, then you can have two. You know, this was yeah. an act of kindness. And sure, I'm sure that this act of kindness had a hope tied to it that people would then come and purchase from that business. But that doesn't sure. negate the fact that he was giving people who were really grumpy stuck in traffic a sandwich. <laughs> you know, like and for the most part, it was had really positive feedback. It's not like I would say, hey, don't do something like that. But it is a good example of, A, how, what something you can do to combat that negative press that might be coming down from on high that you don't have any control over, right? I, I can't. I can't do anything about sure. this. Um, and it it's also a good example of why having those brand advocates is so important because they're the ones who chimed in and said, hey, leave them alone. Like, you know, yeah. that's not a fair assessment kind of thing. So, you know, that's one way to protect your brand is to have cheerleaders out there, your raving fans that will come in and help, help you protect it. Absolutely. And the fewer people you tick off, the more people you're going to have in your corner when something goes wrong. So do not take those people for granted. You know, there, there's definitely a mob mentality in local communities where certain businesses that aren't the best, they don't have the best food. They may not even have the best service, but they become the local darlings because mm -hmm. someone with some influence likes them and they spread the word. And so, you know, find those people and encourage them to love your brand, whether that means, you know, hey, I've seen you in my coffee shop three times this week. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't sure. have to be anything crazy, but, you know, be know who those people are and be ready to call on them if you need to. And, you know, I that's tricky because you definitely don't want to, you know, message them and say, hey, can you please go stand up for me here? But it's also good to keep an eye out for who those people are and know when they need to engage. Well, and not only that, be appreciative, tell them thank you, or, you know, direct them to, hey, if you have any more questions on this, here's my number, kind of, you know, that piece of it, right? Absolutely, um, you know, we, we be available. Right, we talked in the Thanksgiving week episode about saying thanks, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great idea, right? <laughs> and it doesn't cost you anything. Speaking of things that don't cost you anything... <laughs> Our final point in this whole ramble was um, legal is not always right, right? Especially yes, if they, you're... They do the, the legal side of things, not the conscience side of things. Right. And we are not lawyers. We are not giving you legal advice. We're not saying you should always ignore your lawyers. But if you did it wrong, admit you did it wrong. And if you need to say you're sorry, say you're sorry. <laughs> Definitely. And a, a quick side note to that, probably don't ever, ever take legal advice from either of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just a little disclaimer there, because sometimes I say things that would probably get people in a whole lot of trouble, and I'm not going to be accountable for that to you. However, I do think that apologizing when you're in the wrong is not only okay, but it shows, again, your audience that there is a human on the other side of this business, and mm -hmm. people like that. People like dealing with people customer service has kind of gone by the wayside for some industries and it's okay to be the guy 
that reaches out and, and is good to your customers, especially if something like this happens, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody makes a big stink because they saw one of your employees at the work at the strip club with their work truck and their uniform on, reach out to that person and start a dialogue so that they don't forever associate that with your brand. Well, yeah. And, and then that's the, the piece that we've talked about quite a few times before is um, saying you're sorry, admitting you did it wrong, fixing it. Like the Zappos example you gave a few episodes ago, you know, Adam didn't want you to make a stink because he knew Zappos would make it right. Because they publicly admitted in the past many times, hey, we messed up. Let us make this right. Yes. And that is the key here. You can't just admit you did wrong and then keep doing wrong. You need Mm -hmm. to admit you did wrong and then make it right. And if someone's being unreasonable, I have a a client right now that has someone on just on the warpath trying to take her down and every local group she's complaining about them and they reached out with an apology and the person basically came back and said, you can't make this right aside from offering me free stuff. And that's kind of when my client went, you know what, I'm just going to let this one go away because I don't even want that kind of customer in my business around my other customers. Um, I totally just went way out into left field there, but they're saying you're sorry (laughs) and fixing things. That's where I was. (laughs) You don't always need to fix it, but if you can, you should. You know, and and again, not just for the person that you wronged, but for your whole audience. If you made a fool of yourself, say, oh my gosh, that was really embarrassing. Here's what we're doing to not be embarrassed again. You know, it can be a little bit tongue in cheek Mm -hmm. if it's not something incredibly horrible. Um, But but no, and if you're not sure, ask. Like Carrie and I are totally available on social media more hours of the day than we should be. So (laughs) if you have something come up and you've got a question, like we are always happy to help you work through it. You don't have to do this alone. We would rather have you do it well um, than not do it at all. So, you know, let's chat about this because this is the kind of stuff that we get really dorky excited about and um, love to help out. For sure. Um, I, I absolutely agree. Um, please reach out and ask if you're not sure how. how I'm, one thing I love about our community, um, SEO, community brand management, like online marketing as a whole, is there seems to be a lot of collegial and collaborative people that are like, hey, maybe you could try this or maybe you could try that. Um, so not knowing is not an excuse. Like, I didn't know how to handle this, so I just did this kind of thing. There's a lot of places where you can get help. And honestly, um, paying somebody for some help is also worth it sometimes. Yeah, just be aware of who you're hiring. You know, do a little bit of homework on them because you don't want to dig the hole deeper. Yep. I absolutely agree. Well, I think we kind of have beaten this one to death, don't you think, (laughs) Erin? Kind of what we do. It's what we do, right? Uh, We hope you got lots of good tips for protecting your brand out of this podcast. Again, Erin and I are always available on social media. If you have feedback or questions, um, give us a shout out on Twitter or Facebook. If you like the Community Karma podcast, we would love your positive review on any of your favorite podcast applications that allow it. Um, And we will see you next time, everybody, on the Community Karma podcast. Bye-bye. Have a great day.
Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.